Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. The TalkLine Network proudly presents its flagship program, TalkLine with Zev Brenner, America's premier Jewish broadcast, the pulse beat of the Jewish community. And now, your host, Zev Brenner. And welcome to another edition of TalkLine. I am Zev Brenner. So happy to be back here with you on WOR. 7.10 a.m. Metro New York. We're here with you every Sunday night from 9 p.m. to 10 p.m. Also at TalkLineNetwork.com. We broadcast 24 hours a day on various radio stations. Find more information, go to TalkLineNetwork.com. we got a great show for you tonight. In fact, in a few minutes, we'll be speaking to Lee Zeldin. He's running for governor of New York. Our last interview on Jewish issues with conservative and Republican candidate for Governor Congressman Lee Zeldin. Also tonight, control of the state of New York, Thomas Dinopoli talks about some of the important issues that we New Yorkers face from a fiscal perspective. You don't want to miss our very special broadcast. We're America's only Jewish radio programs on regular broadcast radio on the Internet and digital platforms. You miss any of our past shows? We're on all the major podcast platforms, by the way. You can check us out by going to TalkLineNetwork.com. That will get you to all the major podcast platforms. You can catch us on YouTube. If you haven't become a subscriber of TalkLine with Zev Brenner on YouTube, please do so. If you want our program schedule, TalkLineNetwork.com. You want to communicate with us, TalkLineNetwork.com. Please visit us. We'd love to hear from you. We're going to be right back right after the following measures. I just want to urge everybody, Election Day is coming up on Tuesday. You must vote. Get your family, your friend to vote, vote. It's so important. This is an important election. Let's all be involved. A few votes, it's going to make a difference. It's going to be a very close election. So please make sure everybody goes out and votes. We'll be right back. The following is a paid political message. Enough is enough. Our yeshivas have been under relentless attack. Our communities have reached a breaking point with anti-Semitic and violent crimes. Our bank accounts have been depleted by out-of-control inflation and rising prices, and it's only getting worse. Everyone must vote for Lee Zeldin, for safety, for Chinuch, for New York. That's why leading rabbis have endorsed Lee Zeldin for governor. I'm Lee Zeldin. Kathy Hochul failed you. I won't. My first day as governor, I'll declare a crime emergency. I'll stop Hochul's cashless bail and fire weak prosecutors. Vote like your life depends on it. Because it does. Do your part and vote on Tuesday, November 8th. Claudia Yisrael for Zeldin. Paid for by the New York Republican State Committee. Superior Caterers does it again. They have an outstanding Thanksgiving menu through their carved deli located in ShopSmart Supermarket at 2640 Nostrand Avenue in Brooklyn. Full dinner for 10 is only $499, but you must place orders before November 21st. Also, deli platters and chicken platters for your convenience as well. For more information, call Carved Deli, 718-256-5200 for a superior Thanksgiving. Call Carved Deli, 718-256-5200. 
Wait, watch it? Nope. Oops. Listen, we're the New York State Conservative Party, and we know accidents happen. Like Kathy Hochul. She's the accidental governor. Kathy Hochul is only there because Andrew Cuomo put her there. And this year you can repair the Hochul accident. Vote Lee Zeldin for governor on the Conservative Party line, row C. What's Hochul done to New York? A broken bail system, literally turning thugs loose on the street. Crushing taxes, the highest in the nation. And business as usual corruption in Albany. Lee Zeldin will clean up the mess Hochul has made. And when you vote for Zeldin on the Conservative Party line, you tell the politicians that you've had enough of their games and you're not taking it anymore. Vote. You are listening to Talkline Network Radio, America's longest-running Jewish broadcast network, the voice of the Jewish community. Lee Zeldin for governor on the Conservative Party line, Row C, because your vote means more on Row C. Paid for by the State Conservative Campaign Committee. The following is a paid political message. Enough is enough. Our yeshivas have been under relentless attack. Our communities have reached a breaking point with anti-Semitic and violent crimes. Our bank accounts have been depleted by out-of-control inflation and rising prices. And it's only getting worse. Everyone must vote for Lee Zeldin. For safety, for Chinuch, for New York. That's why leading rabbis have endorsed Lee Zeldin for governor. I'm Lee Zeldin. Kathy Hochul failed you. I won't. My first day as governor. I'll declare a crime emergency. I'll stop Hochul's cashless bail and fire weak prosecutors. Vote like your life depends on it. Because it does. Do your part and vote on Tuesday, November 8th. Claudia Sorrell for Zeldin. Paid for by the New York Republican State Committee. You're listening to Talk Line with Zev Brenner, America's premier Jewish broadcast on the air since 1981. And now, here's your host. Welcome back to the program, Mom. Zev Brenner, very pleased and privileged. He's running around all over New York State, but we have Congressman Lee Zeldin joining with us. So thank you for being here with us. It was nice to be with you in Borough Park the other day. Uh, it's great to be back again. I look forward to coming back over and over and over again moving forward. And we look forward to having you. So first of all, what is your Hebrew name? Moshe Ephraim. Moshe Ephraim. You know, and people, I know I just found out for the first time, we've had you on so many times that you have an Orthodox grandfather who was prominent. Yeah, my great-grandfather was an Orthodox rabbi in Brooklyn. Uh, actually, when I was uh, at the Ohel last, I was presented with a letter that the Friedricher Rebbe had sent him uh, many decades ago in the 1930s, uh, thanking him for all of his efforts and uh, and also his work to advance yeshiva education. So this has been uh, in my family for, for generations, as I've spoken to you in the past. My mother was a fourth-grade yeshiva teacher. My uh, grandfather and his two brothers uh, each formed their own synagogues. Uh, but the story starts uh, with uh, my great-grandfather, uh, who is an Orthodox rabbi in Brooklyn. No, it's so important this, uh, that we have the connectivity because we find yeshivas under attack in New York. We find anti-Semitism in great numbers. Now, I know you've said in past shows you're for letting the state stay out of yeshiva education, but my listeners have asked you, what's your position on tuition tax relief? Because that's also a very big issue here in New York. Yeah, I'm so, uh, very supportive of that, too. I believe in school choice. Uh, I believe that... Uh, uh, every student, regardless of race, ethnicity, wealth, and zip code, should have access to a quality education. There are some poor-performing public schools that we have kids trapped in with multi-generational poverty, and they should have access 
uh, to a quality education. There's a lot of money that gets paid in property taxes and the decision is made uh, to send your kid off to a, another school. Uh, you should have the ability to uh, utilize funding to, uh, to help pay for tuition. Uh, this is something that um, I believe strongly in, and uh, I've been a long-time supporter of. No, it's important because this is not only just yeshivas, all parochial school parents need that. Now, you mentioned that on day one you're going to get rid of Alvin Bragg and all the prosecutors are not doing their job. What else will you be doing on day one because crime is so rampant, getting worse by the day, I think, in New York? I will declare a crime emergency in New York on day one. I will suspend New York's cashless bail law. Less is more, raise the age, the HALT Act, discovery law changes. There is a crime emergency going on in New York. And unfortunately, we have someone sitting in the governor's office who is not even recognizing that. Uh, at the debate that we just had, uh, when I was talking about after crime, after crime, after crime question was asked, uh, and Kathy Hochul was leaving out one of the most important parts, I pointed out that she hadn't yet spoken about the whole locking up the criminal aspect of uh, making sure that our streets are safe. And she responded by saying that she doesn't understand why this is so important to me. And when she says she doesn't understand why this is so important to me, she's saying that she doesn't understand why this is so important to so many other New Yorkers. So then she tries to clean it up. She goes on MSNBC over the weekend with Al Sharpton, and she says that what you and I are talking about right here, she says that this is a conspiracy, that we're data deniers. Well, if you want to look at the data, then you look at all the different forms of major crime like rape and uh, felony assault and car theft, uh, and the list goes on where uh, some of these numbers aren't just going up a little bit. We're talking about going up over 30%, going up 40%. Look at the, the subway assaults and, and how that has increased. So if we're going to talk about data, uh, we're backed up by this argument uh, that a lot of New Yorkers don't feel safe. Uh, they're experiencing rising crime. They're seeing the videos. They're seeing the pictures. They want leadership. They want action. They're not getting it with Kathy Hochul. For me, the moment that I'm sworn in, I will hit the ground running to tackle this. Now, you mentioned, you know, crime, the people leaving the city. Some of the wealthiest individuals, including the Jewish community, are leaving in droves. We're losing some of our tax base. So even those making six figures are, are moving out. What can we do to bring them back? Because we're losing money and eventually lose taxes. Well, the safety conversation that we're having is important, making life in New York more affordable, not less affordable, like we see with this congestion pricing push, which I oppose and Kathy Hochul supports. Uh, we see it with the attacks on the quality of education, as we were just discussing earlier with the attack on yeshiva education. I opposed the substantial equivalency push. Kathy Hochul was AWOL. I was sticking up for yeshiva educations while she was refusing to comment um, when she should have and she should have been leading. Uh, so we've seen it from one issue to the next. We see with COVID vaccine mandates, which I oppose, uh, and she she pushes. She's gotten people fired for not abiding by her COVID vaccine mandate. And while she's pushing it, she called on New Yorkers to be her apostles. It doesn't work like that. If the people aren't there to serve you. You're, as the governor, there to serve the people. Uh, so the contrast can possibly be any clearer. And I'm ready to do everything in my power to make sure that we are reversing the attacks on wallets, on safety, on freedom, on education, to make sure that New Yorkers don't flee. Instead, they stay.
Now, you've been going through different neighbors. I saw you in Borough Park. You're in Long Island, Williamsburg. You went to Muncie. What are you feeling from the crowds that you're coming across? Are you feeling a difference in how they're perceiving you in the race? Tremendous energy uh, right now. It's uh, we, we have all the momentum on our side. We have all of the enthusiasm on our side. The issues are on our side. The turnout's been great. Uh, a, a rally of ours that only gets many hundreds of people is on uh, the low end. Uh, we've gotten uh, turnouts into the thousands many times. Uh, we did a rally last weekend where uh, we planned it on 24 hours notice and we had over 7,000 RSVPs. We started planning the morning before. Uh, so we're just seeing a, just an enormous burst of energy uh, that's included inside of communities in Brooklyn, like Williamsburg and Crown Heights and Borough Park and, uh, and elsewhere. And we're just really grateful for, uh, for everyone's support. Now we have to make sure that everyone gets out and votes. Tell everyone you know to get out and vote. In-person early voting uh, is currently underway. We can't have anybody stay home. If you are a registered voter, you need to show up. And if you do show up and you cast that vote and you're part of the millions of New Yorkers who are ready to save this state, on Tuesday, November 8th, New York will be electing a new governor. Now, you have a lot of support from Jewish groups. You have the Flatbush Jewish Community Coalition, a lot of the Hasidic groups. I think most of them have supported you. Are you disappointed that the Square Rebbe and the Satma Rebbe of Monroe have endorsed your opponent? I am uh, I am very grateful for everyone who has supported my campaign. Uh, right now, I'm focused on working with everyone who is trying to work with me as well uh, to be able to save this state. Uh, I'm not uh, right now dwelling on people who are uh, not trying to work uh, with us. Uh, my focus is working with everyone who's enthusiastically engaged with the campaign, supportive of the campaign, uh, endorsing the campaign. Uh, this is a, a partnership here uh, with New Yorkers of all walks of life, Republicans, Democrats, and independents who have all decided enough is enough. We're coming to take our state back to restore balance, really, truly to restore New York to glory. Now, the polls, I see different polls. They show that you're either ahead or slightly behind. What do your polls show, and how do you feel about the upcoming election? What do you feel that's going to happen? Are you ready for a victory? Oh, we're ready for a victory, but we have to go out and earn it. Long days start early and late. We need everyone's help everywhere, taking nothing for granted. Um, our polls show a very, very, very tight race. Couldn't possibly be uh, any tighter, but we need to campaign like we're behind no matter what. Uh, the only poll that's going to matter here right now is that when the polls close Tuesday, November 8th at 9 p.m., that we will have done everything in our power to successfully win this race. Moshe Ephraim, Lee Zeldin, thank you for being here on TalkLine with Zev Brenner on the TalkLine Network. The following is a paid political message. Enough is enough. Our yeshivas have been under relentless attack. Our communities have reached a breaking point with anti-Semitic and violent crimes. Our bank accounts have been depleted by out-of-control inflation and rising prices, and it's only getting worse. Everyone must vote for Lee Zeldin, for safety, for Chinuch, for New York. That's why leading rabbis have endorsed Lee Zeldin for governor. I'm Lee Zeldin. Kathy Hochul failed you. I won't. My first day as governor, I'll declare a crime emergency. I'll stop Hochul's cashless bail and fire weak prosecutors. Vote like your life depends on it. Because it does. Do your part and vote on Tuesday, November 8th. Claudia Sorrell for Zeldin. Paid for by the New York Republican State Committee. 
Hi, I'm Dr. Vossen, the city's doctor. It's that time of year again for your annual flu shot. And with COVID-19 still around, it's just as important to stay up to date with your COVID-19 vaccinations. COVID-19 and the flu have similar symptoms like fatigue, body aches, headache, sore throat, congestion, and runny nose, and both can make you severely ill. So if you have symptoms, it's important to get tested for COVID-19 and flu to know what to do next. The new stronger COVID-19 booster and the annual flu vaccine are available at doctor's offices, pharmacies, and vaccination sites across the city. So why not save yourself some time and get both shots together? It's safe and effective. I did it, and I'm glad I did. The time to get your COVID-19 booster and flu shot is now. For more information on flu, visit nyc.gov slash health slash flu. And for more information on the COVID-19 vaccine, visit nyc.gov slash COVID vaccine. Daft in a dalmetje zal echt zie helpen met velen. Je had het recht te brengen naar dalmetje. Zij gaven me spoegen met de lied op de pal met de arbeid uit zijn velen Vier wallen is van de 29e van oktober, is de 6e van november en valtoog is de 8e van november. De Civic Engagement Committee wordt ook zichtstellen dalmetjes in bestemde velenplaatsen in de laatste wachende van vier wallen en in de valtoog de 8e van november. Voor meer informatie, guide of participate.nyc.gov. The race for New York governor is neck and neck. That means your vote next Tuesday will definitely make a difference. To put it bluntly, we can't afford for you to sit at this election because the future of New York is in our hands. I think it's fair to assume that just like me and my family, you have a simple and fair list of things you want to see in New York. Safe streets, an end to crime and anti-Semitic violence, educational freedom, and fair educational funding for all children. Just to name a few things you're ready to see change. If we are serious about making this happen, there's one thing to do right now. Vote in next Tuesday's election. Eager to vote now? You can vote early through Sunday or cast your ballot Tuesday, November 8th, 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. Need help where to vote or have questions? Call the Teach NYS hotline at 646-483-5227. That's 646-483-5227. This message was brought to you by Teach NYS because a strong voter turnout is one of the best ways to show elected officials we mean business in our fight for fair educational funding for the education of all children, whether they attend public, charter, or non-public schools. The race for New York governor is neck and neck. That means your vote next Tuesday will definitely make a difference. To put it bluntly, we can't afford for you to sit at this election because the future of New York is in our hands. I think it's fair to assume that just like me and my family, you have a simple and fair list of things you want to see in New York. Safe streets, an end to crime and anti-Semitic violence, educational freedom, and fair educational funding for all children. Just to name a few things you're ready to see change. If we are serious about making this happen, there's one thing to do right now. Vote in next Tuesday's election. Eager to vote now? You can vote early through Sunday or cast your ballot Tuesday, November 8th, 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. Need help where to vote or have questions? Call the Teach NYS hotline at 646-483-5227. That's 646-483-5227. This message was brought to you by Teach NYS because a strong voter turnout is one of the best ways to show elected officials we mean business in our fight for fair educational funding for the education of all children, whether they attend public, charter, or non-public schools. You're listening to Talk Line with Zev Brenner. America's premier Jewish broadcast on the air since 1981. And now, here's your host. Welcome back to the program. I'm Zev Brenner. I don't remember the last time we had State Controller Thomas DiNapoli on the air. It's been too long. Uh, he's been in the office since 2007, a good friend of the Jewish community. So welcome back to the program. Thank you for joining us. 
Sam, it's great to be with you, and it has been too long, but I'm glad we have this opportunity to chat again. I didn't know you were running for re-election again because it didn't get a lot of attention. There's so many races that people are talking about. For some reason, your race, it's, and they say in Yiddish, still, it's quiet. Uh, <laughs> I, I, is that a, I guess that's a good thing, right? Well, some years it's a good thing. I suspect in a year like this it might be, given all the contention and craziness out there. I think I'd like to think part of it's a reflection of the fact that uh, I'm doing a good job and my team uh, continues to make me look good. Uh, my opponent hasn't been uh, out there too much, certainly hasn't gotten a lot of support, uh, at least when you look at the financial filings. But, uh, you know, I always say, Zev, the, the controller's job is not the flashy job. It's not the, you know, front page of the New York Times job. It's it's kind of the nuts and bolts job of keeping the state moving. We pay the bills. We get the pension checks out. We approve the contracts. And um, especially given New York State uh, government and politics the last few years, I think the public officials who are just doing the job, showing up every day, no drama, I think that's been a strength, especially for the person who's the chief financial officer for the for the state. You know, it's hard to believe, Zeb, but I've now served with uh, four governors, four attorneys uh, generals, six lieutenant governors, a couple of speakers, I don't know how many majority leaders. Unfortunately, a lot of folks have come and gone, not, a, not a, always under the best of circumstances. And, and so I, I, I don't say it in a bragging way, but I, I think folks have been able to look at the work that I do with a sense of confidence that we are a, a, a bit of stability in what has been really a very turbulent period in uh, New York State government. So I don't know that it's so bad you know, <laughs> that, that people may not hear that my name every day or that I'm running, but, um, you know, hopefully when people go into the voting uh uh, you know, go to fill out their ballots, they'll, they'll say, oh, DiNapoli, he, he's doing a good job. <laughs> well, by the way, I've heard this from Democrats who are planning. Listen, the Orthodox Jewish community tends to vote more Republican these days. Not all, but a good percentage does. But I've heard from those that are voting Republican, some of them told me they're voting for you on the Democratic line. So they're splitting the ticket, which I'm sure you'd be happy to hear. That's nice to hear. <laughs> now, you've been serving since 2007. And I, I guess not, but you've been there for a long time. Are you almost the longest-running controller in New York State history? Well, the, the person who has the record is Arthur Levitt. He, he was in for uh, some, I think it's 24 years. So I, I, I'm certainly not at, at 24 years. Uh, well, well, we'll see what, what the good Lord has in mind for my future. But I am the second-longest-serving, Zeb, and uh, – you know, given the turbulence of politics, I, I, I'll, I'll, I'll take uh, runner-up as a pretty good position. <laughs> so how do you attribute that to? Because look at some of the races in New York as contentions, whether it's attorney general, governor, senate. You, know, you see a lot, of, a lot of tension in New York, but thank God your position, you don't see that tension. You have a candidate, but there's almost no race. Nobody even knows about it. What do you attribute that you're able to have that longevity in politics? And also even this year, in a crazy year, it yeah. seems to be where your job is safe. Thank you. Yeah. Well, I, I think, number one, I have a clean record. You know, uh, a lot of folks have done things that have gotten them in trouble, so that, that's not been an issue with me. Number two, I think the definition of the job um, is one that if you're doing it, you know, uh, the right way, uh, you're not going to uh, draw negative attention. So. You know, look, no, no, no operation is perfect, but I think in terms of fulfilling the basic responsibilities of doing the audits and 
managing the state operations and being the chief financial officer for the state. And when we do comment on uh, some of the bigger issues that are going on, we do it in a way recognizing that the controller job is not a policy job. I don't make law. I don't, you know, I'm not the governor. I don't sign bills. I, I don't um, vote on bills, but we have a voice. So Seth, when we do a report or we do some research that may come out of one of our audits, you know, to focus on a key issue, what we're doing is trying to elevate the discussion so that the public and the policymakers have the facts to make some more thoughtful decisions. So just this week, we, we did a report updating us on, you know, terrible uh, numbers, the consequence of the pandemic and the impact on uh, overdose deaths uh, in the state, particularly related to fentanyl and opioids, and, and showing a big increase and suggesting ways in which we could provide a better response. So I, I think the fact that we, we've been a thoughtful voice on these issues and not really a partisan voice, which, which I don't really perceive this job to be a partisan position in the same way as the other ones. And the other, the other thing I'll just mention, uh, one of our big responsibilities is managing the state pension fund. 1.1 million New Yorkers are attached to that fund and we have the, the best funded state pension plan in the country. So this gives people comfort and I think a sense that, um, you know, we're doing it right with a steady hand. So I, I think that, that that's, that's part of, you know, again, if you're doing this job uh, the way you should be doing it, it's not going to create controversy because you're doing what's good for, you know, for the public and for the people. And, you know, hopefully that'll be uh, appreciated uh, at the ballot box. Because this year is a year where inflation is rampant. There is the high cost of goods. You have the crime issue. But from yeah. a, so how are we doing financially in New York State? Because well, it seems I mean, like no between doubt. COVID and inflation, we got hit. Oh, COVID closed down the economy, as we know, in New York was hit first and hardest, particularly in, in, in New York City. People lost their jobs. Uh, government revenues were, were way, way down. We thought we were going to be facing massive uh, budget cuts, cut, cuts in services, cuts to local governments, to New York City, to local governments outside of New York City, school districts and so on. You know, where we are today is that we've benefited significantly from two things. Number one, the economy has been recovering. Is it fully recovered? No. Uh, the last numbers I saw, we of, of the two million or so jobs we lost, I think we've, we've grown back now about 83, 84% of those jobs. So we're not, we're not back to the national level of recovery, but we are, you know, we are continuing to add jobs every month, and that's good news. Economically, revenues have come in at a faster pace than first projected. But the big difference, Seb, has been the, the massive amounts of money that came out of Washington with the American Rescue Plan, particularly uh, to extent the infrastructure money. Uh, these supports have really lifted the city budget, the state budget, the MTA, very important, the transit system in New York, which really has been kept alive because of the federal money that's come in, the billions of dollars. So where we're at right now with the state budget is that we, we still see tax collections and revenue coming in ahead of projections. So that's probably counter to some of what people might be expecting. But because the economy is slowing because of inflation uh, and, you know, the very mixed data points that we have as far as the economy right now and the stock market being problematic, we are anticipating uh, next year a budget gap at this point is projected at $310 million, which is not a huge number based on the size of the New York state budget. However, shortly we're gonna have a mid-year budget update. We're gonna start 
putting out the, the estimates for revenue and spending for next year's budget. That has to be negotiated by April 1st. That gap of, of over $300 million, if it's going to go any which way, it's probably going to be projected to be larger. So I think my message, Zev, in, in response to your question is we're okay for now. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Every day, we rise challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. But I think there's a lot of uncertainty. It's very much tied to where you know where this economy is going to be headed over the next couple of months and you know what is the fed going to do will there be any resolution to the you know this terrible war in the ukraine that's obviously terrible for the people there but also has had such a disruptive uh, impact on on the economy energy prices energy supply there's a lot that's out of our direct control here in new york state you know we have the gasoline tax holiday It'll end by the end of the year. A lot of debate about extending that. So people are still spending, but I think, you know, people are getting a little concerned that maybe they have to be a little more careful about spending. So is this, this, there's a lot of, um, let's just say turbulence in terms of where, where we are right now. But for now, the budget is holding together be, the revenue. Be, because what's happening, at least in Manhattan and probably other parts of the state, businesses are moving out. People are moving to Florida. A lot of the, more affluent members have said, what do I need to be here in the crime and the problems of New York? And they checked out. Doesn't that have an impact on the New York state economy too, with so many people leaving and businesses being, being shuttered? It's an important question. And, and, you know, what we're trying to do is track a little more carefully and get a handle on the data. Cause anecdotally, you know, I always hear, you know, people leaving the state, the last numbers we looked at, and they, they're not completely updated for uh, the impact of the pandemic years. You're absolutely right. We've had a, a net, migration out of the state and and more typically people of of higher income but it's not been it's not been as big a number as as some might think is actually happening based on anecdotal information so i think what we have to do is really look a little more carefully about what what is really happening because there are some people actually moving in uh and then of course the other interesting dynamic with the pandemic you had some folks that decamped from new york city but they went to Long Island or they went to the Hudson Valley. Uh, some of them have started to come back, not all. Uh, but if they stay within the state, you know, that loss of revenue will be an impact on New York City, but not 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 on New York State if they're still New York State taxpayers. I think we need to keep in mind because it's always that debate, right? You know, is who's paying their fair share? Fair is always in the eye of the beholder, right? So some people say, well, the people who are well off should pay even more. And we do have a higher tax rate for upper income New Yorkers. We have a surcharge on top of the uh, the rate. And actually, when you if you live in New York City 
and you're at the higher end of, of, of the income scale, your combined state and, and city taxes, uh, the rate uh, on income tax is higher even than California now. Usually California was ahead of New York. And we have to keep in mind the top 1% of taxpayers pay for about 40% of the personal income tax revenue that we collect in the state. And that's the biggest source of the state's revenue. So I do think we have to be careful about considering the impact of some of the decisions that are made both on spending and on revenue. But I, I, I think we need more data to really see how severe the, the out-migration has been, but recognize that it's real. Again, I don't think it's as severe as, 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 as some might suggest, but I think you touched on the other piece we need to look at, especially for, for people in the city. Taxes are part of the question, but quality of life is, is equally important. You know, what's going on in terms of public safety? What's going on in terms of cleanliness uh, in the streets? What's going on, you know, as far as education opportunities? These are, to me, for many folks, as important, maybe in some cases more important, depending on where you're at in your life, than the tax question. So that there's no doubt that New York City is facing a lot of struggles. Mayor Adams, I think, is trying to address them, but we obviously have a ways to go before we, we find solutions. Our guest is New York State Controller Tom C. Napoli in the job since 2007, former Sullivan before that. The following is a paid political message. Enough is enough. Our yeshivas have been under relentless attack. Our communities have reached a breaking point with anti-Semitic and violent crimes. Our bank accounts have been depleted by out-of-control inflation and rising prices, and it's only getting worse. Everyone must vote for Lee Zeldin, for safety, for Chinuch, for New York. That's why leading rabbis have endorsed Lee Zeldin for governor. I'm Lee Zeldin. Kathy Hochul failed you. I won't. My first day as governor, I'll declare a crime emergency. I'll stop Hochul's cashless bail and fire weak prosecutors. Vote like your life depends on it. Because it does. Do your part and vote on Tuesday, November 8th. Claudia Sorrell for Zeldin. Paid for by the New York Republican State Committee. The race for New York governor is neck and neck. That means your vote next Tuesday will definitely make a difference. To put it bluntly, we can't afford for you to sit at this election because the future of New York is in our hands. I think it's fair to assume that just like me and my family, you have a simple and fair list of things you want to see in New York. Safe streets, an end to crime and anti-Semitic violence, educational freedom, and fair educational funding for all children. Just to name a few things you're ready to see change. If we are serious about making this happen, there's one thing to do right now. Vote in next Tuesday's election. Eager to vote now? You can vote early through Sunday or cast your ballot Tuesday, November 8th, 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. Need help where to vote or have questions? Call the Teach NYS hotline at 646-483-5227. That's 646-483-5227. This message was brought to you by Teach NYS because a strong voter turnout is one of the best ways to show elected officials we mean business in our fight for fair educational funding for the education of all children, whether they attend public, charter, or non-public schools. Do you have a loved one with dementia? Are you feeling overwhelmed as a caregiver? We understand it can be difficult to know the best way to care and communicate with our loved ones with Alzheimer's, especially as the disease progresses and safety becomes an issue. We invite you to meet with our team and learn more about kosher memory care at the all-new Esplanade of Woodmere, a Sharp family community. Our community respectfully serves those with Alzheimer's, Parkinson's, or other types of dementia in a dignified family environment. Our Montessori-based program helps residents live purposefully and with as much independence as possible. 
Schedule a tour today by calling 516-712-6500. That's 516-712-6500. Or visit esplanadeofwoodmere.com. Wir hatten das Recht zu bringen nach Dalmetscher. Zeit haben wir gesprochen mit Glied oder Paul Mitarbeiter zum Wellenbutke. Hier wollen ist von der 29. von Oktober bis der 6. von November und Waldtag ist der 8. von November. Der Civic Engagement Committee wird auch zustellen Dalmetschers in bestimmten Wellenplätzen in der letzten Wochenende von Frieden wollen und in dem Waldtag dem 8. von November. Für mehr Informationen geht auf participate.nyc.gov. The following is a paid political message. Enough is enough. Our yeshivas have been under relentless attack. Our communities have reached a breaking point with anti-Semitic and violent crimes. Our bank accounts have been depleted by out-of-control inflation and rising prices. And it's only getting worse. Everyone must vote for Lee Zeldin. For safety, for Chinuch, for New York. That's why leading rabbis have endorsed Lee Zeldin for governor. I'm Lee Zeldin. Kathy Hochul failed you. I won't. My first day as governor. I'll declare a crime emergency. I'll stop Hochul's cashless bail and fire weak prosecutors. Vote like your life depends on it. Because it does. Do your part and vote on Tuesday, November 8th. Claudia Yisrael for Zeldin. Paid for by the New York Republican State Committee. You're listening to Talk Line with Zev Brenner, America's premier Jewish broadcast on the air since 1981. And now, here's your host. Our guest is New York State Controller Thomas Napoli, in the job since 2007, former Sullivan before that. Let me ask you this question. Aside from, of course, you know, we're seeing the crime, the quality of life, and people moving out, you have people coming in, the migrants, the illegal immigrants, which have been taking a toll in New York City. I'm sure it's taking a toll in New York State. How big of a factor is it that the, we have to provide housing and food and shelter for them? How, what kind of economic impact does it have? From your yeah, I mean, you know, I think those are numbers that we don't have yet because some of this is is a little little more recent. But you know, I mean, the first thing I just want to say on that, Sev, is that it, this just underscores this as a national issue that has not been resolved. I mean, it's very clear it's not a new issue. We're feeling it perhaps a little more in New York right now because of what we we've seen happen. Uh, and New York's generally viewed as a welcoming place, right? So no surprise that uh, more more people would be ending up here. Uh, but it's very clear when you look at the city's budget, you know, particularly the, this was not factored in. Uh, and now that the city particularly is facing a lot of pressures uh, in terms of their out-year projections on their budget, uh, we're going to need help. You know, whether that help comes from the federal government, which is probably a more likely source than the state, uh, government services uh, are going to cost money. The uh, charities, religious and other charities that are trying to fill the gap, I don't think they're going to be able to do it on their own. So, you know, my uh, hope would be that once we get past the elections, that uh, whoever's in charge in, wa- in Washington will come up with some direct support, financial support to help all the states, not just New York, uh, deal with this issue. But ultimately, we have to have a more sensible uh, federal policy on immigration, immigration reform, pathways to citizenship. Uh, you know, the, the current situation just... Uh, so you sound like you're opposed to the open borders. There should be a system where... Well, there should be a system. But, you know, look, I, I, I have to say, when you look at some of what's happening in these countries that people are coming from, we, we shouldn't be surprised that they want to get out. 
and we shouldn't be surprised that they view America as the land of opportunity. But we need to figure out a way to manage this in, in a way that's compassionate to the people who are, you know, refugees, I mean, from some of these very difficult situations in Central America where you have violence and corruption. Venezuela, you know, that's been a disrupted political situation uh, for a long time. We have the Ukrainians coming in now. I mean, do we want to say to Ukrainians, no, you can't come here? When you look at what what countries like Poland are doing, you know, quite, but they can't shoulder uh, shoulder at all. So, and I agree with you, but there should be some sort of system in place. I remember yes. years ago when when Castro emptied out the jails with the boat people and criminals came in, and you had the same thing with Venezuela emptying jails. There should be some sort of vetting system, and yes, whether right. for one million or two million, that we should yeah. have a system. Yes. No, no, I don't disagree with that. So I, I think, but again, this is all this is all a lack of, of, of leadership and direction from the federal government. And, and I think part of it is they, they've just stalemated on the issue of, of immigration. It's become so politicized, as you know, right? It becomes a, you know, a rallying cry on both sides. And, 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 and so therefore we get frozen in terms of, of coming up with a thoughtful policy on it. So, you know, and, and so for those of us in the States or in New York city, where we bear the brunt of it because we can't control it, uh, and I, I look. I don't think we want to. You know, New York is not about to put up uh, a wall and say you can't come into New York. I mean, it's just not going to happen. You know, given given the history of New York and how we all came from somewhere else to begin with, I think we have a you know a different attitude on some of this stuff. By bottom line, but but it's starting to overwhelm our system. There's no doubt about it. And You're we have to. Right. And leaders such right. as yourself and the mayor and the governor yeah. should all be saying to Washington, solve the issue, come up with a policy, as opposed to. Where anything goes, you come in, we have no idea who's here, where they're from. It's yeah. just not a system. Either it's not a system. It's not a system. And in the short run, Seb, we gotta say, if we're if we have to house these people, you gotta because it's a failure of federal policy, you need to come up with the dollars to help us pay for these services. It's not it's not part of our budgets. It's not anticipated. And now that the economy may, you know, may be hurting us, and tax revenue may be down. All the things we just talked about earlier, you know, this there's, there's not money laying around to say, okay, fine, we're going to put this for housing and for clothing and for food and for job training. I mean, it's a federal, it's a federal phenomena, a federal breakdown that causes this problem. You know, we we, we need help. We need we need sound, clear policy, but we need. We need the dollars to help us deal with the, with the, the human needs that are pressing right now. Controller Thomas Napoli, you are a middle-of-the-road model. You're not afraid to say the way it is, and it needs reform. It's a democratic administration. They have to really deal with this. But what's happened to our system where you can't have a dialogue? It's so polarized, Republican-Democrats. It's People can't talk to each other. It creates gridlock in Washington and well, in New York, it's almost a one-party state. Um, but what's happening? You've been on the scene. Yeah. You've been a selling man. You've been in, since 2007 in the controls. Yeah. What's going on? I, well, I've really never seen a time like this, and I think you're absolutely right. And the polarization actually happens within the parties as well. I, I mean, I can't speak for the Republican Party, or I won't speak for the Republican Party. But uh, for the Democratic Party, we're very polarized as well. Either, often you can't have dialogue within the party. Uh, people label each other, you know, uh, progressive, not progressive, left, far left, middle. You know, I often say I was always viewed as a pretty liberal person, and, and, and now by standing still and being the same person, now now <laughs> some people think I'm conservative. So I, you know, it's like everything's the whole the whole compass has changed. Well, you haven't uh, changed, but everybody else has. 
<laughs> yeah, no, it's like, it's like, you know, it was like just so, but it, but it, it gets to your point. It, it gets in the way of thoughtful discussion and, and, and dialogue and resolution of issues because we end up labeling each other, uh, you know, uh, demeaning each other. And this also is what turns people off. You know, there are so many people that I talk to uh, these days, you know, and I say, you know, selection is important. Uh, I'm not interested. I, I don't think anybody's providing solutions. There's no leadership. I get turned off by the commercials. You know, uh, I travel across the state and... Um, Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Especially some of the media markets where it's, it's not so expensive and, and, you know, commercials on every minute in the political season. Hey, people are really going after each other. But, I mean, is everybody as horrible as, as they're projected by their enemies? Of course not. But this turns people off because there's no talk about the substance, right? There's no talk about – so, and, and look, it is – a. As you know, as we've already discussed with some of your very thoughtful questions, there's no easy solution on some of these issues. But you at least have to have a civil conversation about it. You have to have ideas come out. You can't you can't get anything done if you're just gonna attack, attack, attack the other person, hurt their credibility, try to make them look terrible. I shared with this off the air. I've been monitoring lots of the ads, both in New York and New Jersey. It seems mm. almost every Democratic commercial paints their opponent as being super MAGA, extreme MAGA. Yeah close friend of Donald Trump, as opposed to the issues. And I don't think it's a winning strategy because it doesn't seem to be working, but that's almost every person to a man or a woman has been doing that. The the people you and I were talking a little bit, you know, before we we started the formal discussion, people really care about, you know, their, their, their pocketbook issues, right? Uh, They care about economic security. They care about quality of life issues like public safety. I mean, those are the issues people care about. This other stuff, uh, gets the way. So everything gets reduced to slogans, right? Uh, same way the Republican says, well, the Democrats are, you know, they're, they're all soft on crime. They don't care about public safety. You know, I mean, it's, you know, th- th- that doesn't help the conversation. So uh, will we get back to a more civil time? I don't know. I mean, this is I the first so. time in our, in, our, in our country's history we've had this problem. But, you know, given the challenges out there and coming off of, a, you know, the public health crisis of COVID-19, we should be better behaved. We and, should and be. We're almost out of time. Here's the toughest question of the interview. You ready? Yeah. Is that you're on the campaign trail. You go to a lot of different events, ethnic events, including Jewish ones. What's your favorite Jewish food on the campaign trail? <laughs> I told well, you it's the toughest question so far. I, 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 you know, I'm very, I'm very partial to kosher hot dogs, to be honest with you. But, uh, <laughs> the answer so to a higher authority. One on, on a quick, on a quick uh, campaign stop. That would be, I would, I guess I would have to pick that uh, as my favorite. But good matzo ball soup also is, is something that uh, I could, I could, I could easily be persuaded to say that's my favorite. New York State Controller Tom Denapoli, thank you for joining us. And look forward, I know you're going to go sail to an easy victory. So we look forward to having you back again and continue what you're doing. I'm glad you're not afraid to speak out. Not at all. And I look, when we talk again, I want to give you an update on our, our investments in uh, Israel that have really strengthened our bond uh, with our pension fund between uh, New York State and the state of Israel. We're and thank you, by the way, for your leadership on the Ben and Jerry's. Uh, so thank you for that. But we have we, to have you back. We'll discuss clear. it. 
Very clear on BDS. We're not going to be invested in companies that are participating in that. And thank you for your leadership on that. And when we have you back, and we'll talk about that and the Israel investments. And thank you for what you're doing, your leadership. The following is a paid political message. Enough is enough. Our yeshivas have been under relentless attack. Our communities have reached a breaking point with anti-Semitic and violent crimes. Our bank accounts have been depleted by out-of-control inflation and rising prices, and it's only getting worse. Everyone must vote for Lee Zeldin, for safety, for Chinuch, for New York. That's why leading rabbis have endorsed Lee Zeldin for governor. I'm Lee Zeldin. Kathy Hochul failed you. I won't. My first day as governor, I'll declare a crime emergency. I'll stop Hochul's cashless bail and fire weak prosecutors. Vote like your life depends on it. Because it does. Do your part and vote on Tuesday, November 8th. Claudius Rowe for Zeldin. Paid for by the New York Republican State Committee. The race for New York governor is neck and neck. That means your vote next Tuesday will definitely make a difference. To put it bluntly, we can't afford for you to sit out this election because the future of New York is in our hands. I think it's fair to assume that just like me and my family, you have a simple and fair list of things you want to see in New York. Safe streets, an end to crime and anti-Semitic violence, educational freedom, and fair educational funding for all children. Just to name a few things you're ready to see change. If we are serious about making this happen, there's one thing to do right now. Vote in next Tuesday's election. Eager to vote now? You can vote early through Sunday or Caster Bell Tuesday, November 8th, 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. Need help where to vote or have questions? Call the Teach NYS hotline at 646-483-5227. That's 646-483-5227. This message was brought to you by Teach NYS because a strong voter turnout is one of the best ways to show elected officials we mean business in our fight for fair educational funding for the education of all children, whether they attend public, charter, or non-public schools. Wait, watch it? Nope. Oops! Listen, we're the New York State Conservative Party, and we know accidents happen. Like Kathy Hochul. She's the accidental governor. Kathy Hochul is only there because Andrew Cuomo put her there. And this year you can repair the Hochul accident. Vote Lee Zeldin for governor on the Conservative Party line, row C. What's Hochul done to New York? A broken bail system, literally turning thugs loose on the street. Crushing taxes, the highest in the nation. And business as usual corruption in Albany. Lee Zeldin will clean up the mess Hochul has made. And when you vote for Zeldin on the conservative party line, you tell the politicians that you've had enough of their games and you're not taking it anymore. Vote Lee Zeldin for governor on the conservative party line, Row C. Because your vote means more on Row C. Paid for by the state conservative campaign committee. The following is a paid political message. Enough is enough. Our yeshivas have been under relentless attack. Our communities have reached a breaking point with anti-Semitic and violent crimes. Our bank accounts have been depleted by out-of-control inflation and rising prices. And it's only getting worse. Everyone must vote for Lee Zeldin. For safety, for Chinuch, for New York. That's why leading rabbis have endorsed Lee Zeldin for governor. I'm Lee Zeldin. 
Kathy Hochul failed you. I won't. My first day as governor, I'll declare a crime emergency. I'll stop Hochul's cashless bail and fire weak prosecutors. Vote like your life depends on it. Because it does. Do your part and vote on Tuesday, November 8th. Claudia Sorrell for Zeldin. Paid for by the New York Republican State Committee. You're listening to Talk Line with Zev Brenner, America's premier Jewish broadcast on the air since 1981. And now, here's your host. We're back. I just wanted to reiterate what I started the program with tonight, that this coming Tuesday is such an important election that it's our civic duty for all of us, no matter if we're busy or we have so many things to do, we must go out and vote on Election Day. If you haven't done so, please, a lot is at stake, and your vote can make a difference. It's going to be some very tight races, so a handful of votes could really make a very big difference. So please make sure you go out and vote on Election Day. Just a reminder that if you miss any of our past shows, you can catch us on all the major podcast platforms, including iTunes and Spotify. You can catch us there, but you can, the portal that if you want to communicate uh, with us, you want to also want to catch any of our past shows is talklinenetwork.com, talklinenetwork.com. We also have a 24-hour day listen line if you want to listen on a regular phone line, and so many of you do. Thousands of people listen on a good old-fashioned uh, POTS line, plain old-fashioned telephone line. Uh, the number is 641-793-0382, 641-793-0382. You want to find our full broadcast schedule is talklinenetwork.com. You want to communicate, as I said, it's talklinenetwork.com. Please, if you haven't done so on YouTube, please subscribe to our channel. We are in a subscription drive on YouTube. And we do love hearing from you. I get calls all the time, different ideas for suggestions or programs. But let's communicate and be part of our email list, part of our social media family. This way we can hear and we can communicate with one another. Certainly, certainly something so important in today's day and age. Keep the lines of communications open. Stay tuned next for Yitzhak Saflis here on WOR 710, a wonderful program. Mind your business on every Sunday night. And, of course, uh, we're going to be on TalkLineNetwork.com as well as our other broadcast outlets, which you can access through TalkLine Network. Thank you for listening. Have a wonderful evening. The following is a paid political message. Enough is enough. Our yeshivas have been under relentless attack. Our communities have reached a breaking point with anti-Semitic and violent crimes. Our bank accounts have been depleted by out-of-control inflation and rising prices, and it's only getting worse. Everyone must vote for Lee Zeldin, for safety, for Chinuch, for New York. That's why leading rabbis have endorsed Lee Zeldin for governor. I'm Lee Zeldin. Kathy Hochul failed you. I won't. My first day as governor, I'll declare a crime emergency. I'll stop Hochul's cashless bail and fire weak prosecutors. Vote like your life depends on it. Because it does. Do your part and vote on Tuesday, November 8th. Claudia Sorrell for Zeldin. I'm Lee Zeldin and I approve this message. Paid for by the New York Republican State Committee. Wait, watch it? Nope. Oops. Listen, we're the New York State Conservative Party, and we know accidents happen. Like Kathy Hochul. She's the accidental governor. Kathy Hochul is only there because Andrew Cuomo put her there. And this year you can repair the Hochul accident. 
vote Lee Zeldin for governor on the conservative party line, Row C. What's Hochul done to New York? A broken bail system, literally turning thugs loose on the street. Crushing taxes, the highest in the nation. And business as usual corruption in Albany. Lee Zeldin will clean up the mess Hochul has made. And when you vote for Zeldin on the conservative party line, you tell the politicians that you've had enough of their games and you're not taking it anymore. Vote Lee Zeldin for governor on the conservative party line, Row C. Because your vote means more on Row C. Paid for by the State Conservative Campaign Committee. Are you interested in hosting your own radio show and podcast? Or perhaps a TV program? Talkline Network can help you get on the air from one hour weekly to 24 hours a day. Ideal for ethnic, foreign language, medical, business, and religious broadcasting. We also have full-time radio stations for lease, as well as FM HD channels. For more information, please call 212-769-1925. That's 212-769-1925. Or email zevbrenner at gmail.com. Thank you for tuning in to Talk Line with Zev Brenner. America's premier Jewish broadcast, the pulse beat of the Jewish community. For continuous Jewish programs, hawklinenetwork.com or our 24-hour-a-day listen line at 641-741-0389. For past shows, you can find us on iTunes, Spotify, Amazon, YouTube, Instagram, and all major podcast platforms or jewishpodcast.org. Thanks for listening to the talklinenetwork.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You are listening to Talkline Network Radio, America's longest-running Jewish broadcast network, the voice of the Jewish community. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.